Mountain Wedding Talk, your weekly go-to for inspiration and education for your beautiful Rocky Mountain wedding with your hosts, Patricia and Erica. Yeah, Patricia and Erica's here. Hi. So today we are actually talking about our favorite ultimate topic, and that is all things food and which caterer is right for you. Oh my gosh. Mm. It's like, so the caterer is like the third thing. So, you know, you book the venue first, then your photographer, then catering. And catering is going to be a big chunk of money. So I know Patricia has a thing about catering budgets. Oh my gosh. <laughs> so it, it, it just stems and goes back to what are you passionate about? You know, I, I know I'm passionate about the food and most of my couples think the same way. So now you're going back to your guest count. This is where you can actually have an extraordinary catering uh, budget if you reduce your guest count. But, you know, it's really everybody's cup of tea. But definitely determine your budget and then determine the style of food you want. Yeah, yeah I mean, and that's... <laughs> People are amazed at how much um, catering costs. But, you know, the caterers that I've worked with, oh, my gosh, I did a tasting the other day. Oh, it was amazing. I saw your pictures. Fabulous. Oh, God. Like, it's, they make it an experience. And, you know, the tasting is where you can really kind of um, – always do a tasting. Always, always. Um, you can kind of fine tune things. If something has too much butter or too much, you know, sauce or not enough, then that's where you can really make sure that the food is exactly what you want. Um, you know, I know everybody's like wedding food, you know, uh, no, let me, let me, when we first moved here, um, we moved up from Colorado and it's, you know, big foodie around Boulder and, and stuff. And we moved up here and we didn't have a whole lot of um, food options at all. I was, I was very disappointed. Um, but then I met these caterers and, you know, I, I do have my favorites um, just because I like, I like their food. I like the way they present it. I like the way their staff works. Um, and I'm, I'm not afraid to, I'm not afraid to say like, uh, a movable feast, Silk Road and Bravo are my, those are my three. Um, not saying that those are, you know, I mean, there's others that are, that are just amazing, but, um, depending on what you want, you know, they, those are the three that they can cook for me all the time. I'm all over that. Oh, I love it. But they, you know, they just, um, there's food that I didn't, that I said that I didn't like. And I know Dominic will tell me, look, and Dominic's with Movable Feast, and he'll say, Erica, taste it. If you don't like it, you never have to eat it again. Okay. I don't like fish. I'm not a fish person. He has this trout pate on a crostini that I will sit there and just eat them. And it doesn't have, I mean, it just, it, it's amazing what good food does. Um, you know, 
like I wasn't big into the goat cheese and Ryan over at Bravo's just like eat it, just eat it and fell in love with it. Um, Sam over it at uh, Silk Road is just, you know, he's always making sure that I, I eat because he's like, you don't because as a planner, I just, you know, I put myself last and I wait till everybody else is done. So he makes a plate for me and he always makes amazing things. And I'm just like, Oh my God, this is so good. I love it. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, some people, but there are people that aren't real passionate about food and they don't really, you know, yeah. I mean, you know, it's not a big deal for them. Look at it and they go, okay, one protein or maybe two proteins. Right. I mean, that's literally how they, they would build their catering, you know, whether it's a chicken and a fish and, and so forth, they can get very simple in regards to that. Um, And then there's passionate people about yeah. there's totally foodies like me oh yeah and you know past hors d'oeuvres for instance <laughs> and just an average hundred people you need about gosh i'd say 600 appetizers yeah. that gives you kind of an idea we have um a wedding uh coming up that it's about i think it's i think it was set for 135 and there's um past and plated appetizers um, two, there are two proteins and, um, some sides. I mean, it, it's, it was amazing. I'm just going to say it was so good. Um, but you know, because of the budget, we had to, we had to switch it out because the original quote was like $17,000 and they were like, can I not spend that much? I'm playing. Well, <laughs> here are your options. You either cut your guest list or you have to take some things off. So um, we, we scaled the menu down and got it down to, to the budget that they wanted. But um, you know, the caterers will work with you. One of the things that people, yeah, like, yeah. yeah they, they're really good about, you know, sitting down with you and, and getting the feel what you want, what you like. Um and making sure that everybody has food. Um, so things things that you need to know with catering. If you want to do a tasting, you have to book with them first. Yeah. You cannot just go around and do a bunch of tastings and then decide. Be right there. And I and I know and I know that this is really hard for people to grasp the concept on, but you have to understand where they're coming from because cooking for, you know, two to five people or two to six people who are going to be at the tasting is very different than cooking for 200 people. So they have to, you know, it costs them money, you know, to, to do that. Um, not just food costs, but, you know, time to prepare it and then sit at the tasting. So, you know, a tasting can cost them, oh my gosh, a couple hundred dollars just in manpower and, and, and food for two people. So, you know, take that into consideration. Um, then you ask, okay, well, how am I supposed to know if I like it if I don't taste it? So Patricia, what do you yes. tell people? <laughs> I know. Well, the hard part is, you know, I get the question of why is wedding, wedding food so expensive? Yeah. And it is really all the behind the, the things that are the caterers really, it's labor uh, restrictions, you know, basically license fees, you know, their travel fees and things like that. I know that when they purchase things in quantity, they definitely get a reduced, uh, 
count in regards to that. But, you know, I, I feel them wholeheartedly when they're when they're just making something for five people. You know, they're literally it's kind of like you and I when we go to the store, we're purchasing full price, mm-hmm. you know, items, right. you know, and so forth. And when when they when they buy bulk, literally, and I, I'm going to tell little secrets behind the scenes of how they can roll out a plate and they can cost it out and say, oh, that plate's $1.75. Right. Because they buy such volume, they can reduce the cost for individuals. So the larger you're, and I hate to say that because I'm, I'm really adamant about having a more intimate type of dinner thing, but, you know, let's say 100, let's say 100 guests. Well, you're definitely going to get the cost translated over to you. But if it's just the five of you, yeah. easily... What $35, $60 a person. Right. Yeah. And that's, you know, back to the, the cost. You know, you've got, you know, you mentioned licensing. I mean, there's not just business license. They have, you know, there's insurance there and they have they have to have a different kind of insurance than other vendors because and they have to register with the board of health. And you know, so there's certified. Right. Right. I mean, there's, there's all kinds, they have to have a special, they have to have a commercial kitchen. They can't just cook out of their house or, you know, so everything that they have is, has, is regulated. So that's why, I mean, yes. Can you, can you get some, something for cheap? Sure. But you know, do you, you, okay. I got to tell the story. I'm, you know, I had a wedding that they didn't want to pay for a caterer and there was kitchen in this place. And the mother of the bride was like, you know what? I'm just going to order some food. um, That's not cooked yet. They're going to just prepare it and we're going to cook it ourselves. I said, "Um, I highly suggest you don't do that. Um, But if you are, Please don't do fish. Oh. So what did she do? Oh. Oh, yeah, fish. Well, none of the food got put out because the electricity in the ha- in the in the building that they were doing would go out every 30 minutes. So yeah, we ended up ordering pizza. Um oh, because nothing could be cooked. It was great. And I wouldn't let her like, she's like, Oh, it's good enough. I'm like, no, 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 no. No. Cause then that falls on me and I'm not, you know, but um, yeah, it, you know, you have to with cost of um, supplies, you know, everything from food supplies to what they cook, food in to the energy it takes to the food to the staffing to aprons to you know spices i mean everything it gets shipped with with the fuel prices and you know oh how everything's going there everything's more expensive i mean if you've noticed even amazon you know everything's got a little more expensive and it's it's taken longer to get to you so you know you have to you have to really consider that so what are questions that you need to ask caterers so um you know obviously there's the how long have you been in business? How many weddings have you done? Um, are you permitted to work at my client's venue? There are 
some some vendors that venues will not allow them in there because they either had some issues with you know the health the board of health or you know just there's there could be all kinds of things um so just make sure that they're allowed or if back to that what we talked about a couple of weeks ago um when a venue has their own catering you have to use them you know so it doesn't matter if you know you've got a favorite caterer you you can't uh deposits schedules of payments most, you know, and then yeah, most of them have like, what do you recommend? You know, um, mm-hmm. what is your favorite? You know, that that's also helpful. Right. Taking a look at that. Yeah. And, you know, uh, to that question of, well, how am I supposed to to know if I like the food if I can't taste it until I book? Um there are some caterers, you know, when you're doing a destination wedding, you're going to really have to rely on reviews. I mean, no kidding. I mean, I, yeah. Yeah. I mean, we, you know, Patricia and I go to a lot of tastings. So we've tasted pretty much everybody's stuff. And when we tell you, you know, we can give you feedback on, what it tastes, you know, we try to give you a really good idea, not just, you know, because so-and-so is my favorite and they make the best, you know, X, Y, Z. Um, but. Oh, can, they, can they talk to previous clients? Absolutely. Yeah. Ask them to, to, to talk to the previous clients. Um, if there's a, you know, if you live around the area, see if they have a delivery. Um, a lot of them do the, since, since COVID they've, they do the, the weekly meal thing. So that's been a kind of a thing. Um, There are some caterers that have restaurants, Um, Mission Bistro and uh, Burn Street. They have, um, they have a a physical location. So they're open for dinner and lunch. So you can go in and kind of taste what they're about. Um, Again, if you're going to reserve, you know, can I reserve this uh, until we, we finish interviewing caterers? That's going to be the same answer as every other, you know, vendor. <laughs> Depends on the date. Depends on everything. Uh, you're not locked in. I cannot stress enough. You are not locked into a vendor until you have that deposit in and the contract signed. Not one or the other, but both. Um, until then they have every legal right to give your date away. So do not lose your date because you didn't feel like doing something. Um, when's the final guest count due? You know, they usually buy product. What's that like two weeks? Usually it's two weeks to a month. I try to get everything to them a month before. So it gives them a little bit of time to, to get their, their list together and, and stuff. Yeah, and some and some caterers offer um, rentals, for instance. Yeah, you know there might be a venue where they may not have the plates and the the flatware and so forth, mm-hmm. and they can come with the catering department as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and and that's we've got some of the caterers. They will rent from the same places that we rent. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and that's, know. and that's, it's kind of a convenience thing. I'm not going to, I'm not going to say that it's cheaper to do it one way or the other. It comes down to convenience, I think, because yes. if you have the rental company deliver, you have a delivery fee. Now, if you have mm-hmm. stuff, other stuff from the rental company, then fantastic. But you still have to, 
like somebody has to rinse those plates off and somebody has to clean that stuff up before they go back to the rental place or the rental company will charge you a cleaning fee. So either way, whether you order it through the rental company, the caterer or the planner, you're going to get charged something to process that because my staff will have to, like, if I do it, my staff has to rinse all that stuff off and clean all the dishes. Um, we have to take time to do all that. If you do it from the caterer, they're going to have to take time. And that's man hours. You know, they have to pay somebody. Now it's, you know, a minimum $15 an hour to wash plates. So you're going to get at least, you know, a $15 charge for that hour. So just, you know, if you're, if you're trying to cut corners, there's some ways to do it and there's some ways not to do it. Some aren't worth it. Yeah. I mean, you know, and packaging your costs is, is probably the essential yeah. way. Mm-hmm. Um, da, 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 da. How much is the service charge and what does it include? So, you know, you've got different charges. Uh, not all, some caterers just kind of lump everything together, but some, some caterers line itemize things out. So you have your, you know, your food cost. And then depending on the state that you're in, you know, you may have a tax and then you've got a service charge for processing things. Then you've got your gratuity and then you've got your staffing charges. So, you know, some just kind of mush them all together and have one flat rate. And that way it's just, you know, this is what I charge for everything. But, um, you know, I've, I've had people trying to cut cost of, well, how about we don't have that many servers? Well, that's a bad idea because again, you're not going to save money because if they don't bring their catering staff, that means I'm going to bring staff because otherwise things are going to stack up on tables and people get angry and you really don't necessarily, I mean, I guess it depends on kind of wedding you want. Um, If you want your, your guests to, you know, bust their own tables, then, you know, have at it. That's a sore subject. Oh my gosh. But um, no, I hear you know, what, what's included in the packages, you know, definitely yeah. transparency, but don't get caught off guard with some hidden charges. You know, yeah. let's say for instance, they serve um, a different brand of something, something a little more a higher quality, those kind of things. I mean, you can ask those specific questions, you know, yeah. what, what's really included. We, um, we, we had one, um, that when they did the quote for one of the proteins, they, you know, put tenderloin, which is, you know, expensive. And what I asked them, I said, you know, do you care that it's tenderloin or, you know, a flank steak or a skirt steak? I mean, does it, does the cut of meat matter to you? And they were like, no. And it's like, you know, okay. So we knocked off probably $5,000 off the tab by changing from tenderloin to, you know, a sliced skirt steak. So, you know, yeah, it's just, it's just, it's that kind of stuff that you can really, really save money on. Um, The other question that I get, and you probably get this is if I have a vegetarian or a vegan dish, can I only get enough for how many vegetarians or vegans we have? And the answer is no. <laughs> um, because always, if somebody has something, because it's usually like the risotto dish or something that they, they yeah. do, 
And somebody will see that and they're like, I want that. You know, people yep. always want what Absolutely. they don't have, um, especially if you're doing a buffet. Um, people are going to take it. You can't put a little sign that says, I'm sorry, you can't have this. That's not going to fly. Um, so, you know, just keep that in mind. You have to, whatever you order, it has to be enough that everybody can have some. Um, there's some caterers that used to, they used to special order stuff. Now that's not to say if you have like one or two vegans or nut allergies or, you know, something that they can specially prepare a plate and then bring that out separate from, you know, the family style or the buffet or something. And that's perfectly, you know, that's fine. But if you're going to, if you're going to have something where it's going to be, you know, accessible to people, then, then no, the answer is going to be no. Well, you, you hit up on another topic though, in regards to really what type of meal service do they want? You know, especially yeah. if it's plated, the plated version would probably be way easier because you have your For little that. chart. Yes. Right. And talking about that, uh, you know, everybody thinks that it used to be where buffet was, was least expensive than family style then plated. Well, anymore, because of the regulations, because of COVID, they're all about the same now. So if you're going to have a buffet, it, most of the time you're going to have to have somebody serve the buffet. It's not going to be a free for all where you can just go up and, you know, start slopping right. food on. So, you know, there, there are some things that have changed. So, I mean, I, I know people are very family style seems to be the one that everybody's going to these days. Yeah. I'm, I'm hearing that as well. Yeah. Um, Interesting. Yeah. I mean, buffets are, I don't know. I've, I've, I've mixed feelings about buffets, but that's just me, know. you know, especially when you've got kids and, well, you know, I come from hospitality, so that's what I've really seen is just buffet after buffet and chafing dishes and things like that. And, you know, See, how long do they stay in the chafing dishes? I, I, I'm i with you. And that's the other thing. Um, depending on, uh, there are some caterers that, like, specifically a movable feast, he will not use chafing dishes because they look very hotel. So when mm -hmm. he does, and that's, that's the other thing you have to look at when you're looking at caterers, what do their presentations look like? You know, yeah. if you don't mind chafing dishes, then, you know, fantastic, but also ask what they, you know, what does their, what can they do as far as setup? Because he does, you know, he brings in stuff and, you know, there's levels and, just it looks, yeah. it, looks, it looks gorgeous. It's it's a presentation, and that's the difference between, you know, some caterers. Is do you want if if you're a foodie and your food is important to you, you're gonna want that presentation. You're gonna be like, oh my gosh, you know, it's an experience, and you want people to experience this food. And you know, because food is is literally the five senses. You know, you see it first, then you smell it, mm -hmm. you taste it. You know, I mean, just oh gosh, yeah. You know, it's, it's, it's an all encompassing thing. I know I get very passionate about food. So just kind of bear with me here because I really do love it. Well, you know, and it, and it really has to do with, with the catering experience. I mean, definitely ask your caterers, have they been booked for a wedding? Yeah. I mean, that's a big, big question as well. Yes. Because doing a wedding is very different than doing a corporate meeting or, you know, a dinner party for, 10 people. Mm -hmm. 
Um, very different. Yes. All right. So what time of type of menu do you recommend for um, our budget taste style and number of guests? A lot of uh, vendors will have sample menus and then we'll send those over to you just so that you can see kind of what it looks like to kind of have a base. It by no mean is, you know, this is only thing we offer. That's not what that is. This is just an example to give you an idea of what people do or what can be done. And then you can kind of take that sample menu and add, you know, never be afraid again to ask, do you have this? Um, You know, I had, I had a couple for a rehearsal dinner. They wanted burgers. I mean, that's what they wanted. And no caterer has on their bench, you know, on their thing, burger bar, um, but they will do it, you know. Um, so you just have to ask uh, if there's a specific. You, I mean, you know, there's, and there's so many, well, fun stuff. Yeah. I had a, have I, other, other places like Olive Garden actually will deliver, um, you know, a burger place down the street can deliver your 9 p.m. kind of thing. If you're doing, if you're going to have a restaurant, I'm just going to, I'm just going to, I'm, I'm going to go there. If you have, and I have no problem with this, if you have a favorite restaurant, we did Cafe Rio for a wedding one time. Oh, and yeah. flippantastic. They came, they delivered the food. But tell, I'm going to tell you, you better have staff to like do, and it was, it was family style. So you better hire somebody to like plate it and serve it and do all that stuff because otherwise it is a nightmare. It is a disaster. So don't try to cheap out on, you know, your staff. That's, and then complain because I didn't get this and this was cold and we ran out of this. No, you don't get to do that. <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh, I've always wanted to say this to a client. You don't get to do <laughs> If you want things to go the way they're supposed to, listen and make sure you have the adequate staff who does what they're supposed to do because it will make everybody happy. And then you won't have to complain about anybody having an attitude of the poor service or what you didn't want. So, you know, I'm just going to put that. Absolutely. Absolutely. I'm just going to put that out there. Thank you for doing that because (laughs) that has been such a nightmare for me as well. You know, thinking that you have 200 guests, one bar, Mm-hmm. two bartenders right and maybe one extra other person who's supposed to be busing as well yeah so now my staff and I are like running around with doing everything but right helping you and because you wanted to cut cost on that you know your tables aren't going to look exactly the way you want it because the job that you hired me for isn't being done because I have to do four other things you know, mm-hmm. so, you know, you really need to, I know there's a sore spot there and yes, there's a story, but we'll save that for story time. Yeah. Um, so don't back with Jeff, please. Yes. But, you know, it, it's just, you have to be smart about what is cutting cost and what's worth it and what's not, you know. Um, yeah, what, especially if your, your caterers are recommending for your headcount. Yes, you know that they need X amount as well. Right. And then if right. you're hiring an an outside bartending company, yep. that's the same thing. Your wait staff, meaning your bussers and you know mm-hmm. your servers, yep. all of that is important. Well, and then you know there are some caterers that they have they have their they bring their own bar service in. 
Um, yeah. They have, they have, you know, the license to do that. And there's others that, that won't touch it. And um, oh. which. And do they provide cake cutting, by the way? Yes. And cake cutting. That's the other thing, because know that for cake cutting, you're going to pay, gosh, anywhere from, what is it? 75 cents to a dollar 25 a slice yes. for them to yes. cut it. Um, so but don't let that freak you out because that's, that's a big deal. It is a big deal. I can't, I really, this is one of those things that I, I mean, I would prefer to have catering cut it because yes, I am, you know, tip certified and food safety and all that, because, you know, if I have to touch food, I, I, but that's their job. That's their profession. That's their specialty. You know, they, that's their, so if the, if the person that you have doing, if the baker isn't going to stay and cut the cake, my gosh, have the caterer do it. Because if we do it, do we know how to cut cake? Absolutely. Um, But again, that takes away from our job of what we need to do, you know, unless we've, unless we've staffed appropriately then, you know, but I don't, I don't like to touch food. Um, I'm with you. I'm completely with you. It just, and, and it's, it comes down to liability because if I touch it and I serve something and someone gets sick, then, you know, it's, it just causes problems. So let the caterers and the bakers handle all the consumable items. Let, thank you. Let the vendors do their, for their specialties. Um, let's see. What yeah, type of I dinner service? Know. So that's yeah. the, the, the type of dinner service. So you've got sit down stations, top, uh, tapas, family style buffet. Um, the action stations seem to be really popular these days. Oh, yes. They I are mean, they're fabulous. And by action stations, it's uh, usually for appetizers. Um, what they'll do is they'll have, you know, like a station and they'll they'll prepare it right there in front of you. Um, it's kind of an immersive experience. Um, they light things on fire. They, you know, I mean, it's just kind of cool. It just, it just, know, it's, it's, it's very it's interactive. Good. Yeah. Carving stations or, you know, you have, what is it called? Um, I've had a wedding where they had basically all of the different countries. Oh, that sounds amazing. That's cool. cool. Yeah. But, you know, you want to, you know, it's your wedding and you don't necessarily have to have a formal sit down. Um, We've had stuff where it's just, it's more of a cocktail hour. Um, they've had their, you know, they have their wedding a little bit earlier and we just do, um, heavy appetizers, more heavy appetizers or charcuterie, um, just grazing, grazing tables. Um, but then, you know, there's also, you can go and do, if you want a, like a brunch for those people like to like to get married, like first thing in the morning. I don't, I don't understand that. I don't take those because that means I have to get up at five o'clock. I don't get up at five o'clock. I know. I don't get too many of those as well. No, I haven't. I've only had one that asked that I was just like, look, let's, we're going to save each other a whole lot of heartache and I'm just going to pass because here, this planner will do it because they're calling people. (laughs) Well, you know, the other parts of caterers that I love is, can they handle a last minute request? 
because it happens. Yep. You know, out of the blue, something crazy, some kind of, you know, mother of the bride could be asking for something unique. Right. And can we handle that type of thing? Yeah. And and, and, and what, yeah, what, what's, what do they do? Um, You know, uh, I was going to say something I forgot. That's okay. You know, (laughs) that's all right. I mean, you know, staffing, that whole balance. I mean, I'm going to go back to that. I mean, you know, what is, what are their normal staffing regulations for a certain amount of uh, guests and so forth? So that is a big question. Yeah. It just, it just, um, there's certain, like, you know, there are certain things you can, you can cut back on and there's certain things you can't. And, you know, there's absolutely nothing wrong if you want to have a less formal you know, reception, there's nothing wrong with that. So, you know, just there's, we're not saying you need to do that this way. That's not what we're saying at all. Um, But if you are going to do, if you are going to, you know, have a caterer on site, who's doing things, make sure that, you know, things are staffed. If you're going to, or, I mean, I had a, a, a couple from, LA that came in and they were in the film industry and they just wanted, I mean, there's a pizza place in town here, big a pizza that they absolutely love. And that's what they wanted for their wedding. So we right. did a whole pizza bar. Um, I love it. And, but that's what they taco wanted. Bars. Exactly. Oh, I love yep. the taco bars. Um, but you know, it's, and it's, that's okay. As long as you know, and as long as your guests know what is expected that, you know, you're going to have to go up and get your own stuff. You're going to have to bust your own table. You're going to have to do, you know, and there's a lot of guests. They're completely cool with that. They're just like, you know what? That's yeah. great. It's so laid back and I love it. Um, great. But, you know, there are the people that they don't, you know, you're going to bring me my food and you're going to take it away and you're going to keep my water glass filled. And, you know, if I drop a fork, you're going to bring me a new one. So, you know, it just depends on the feel. I know. I mean, I, you know, I did have a wedding where they had um, no formal seating, more cocktail style. And the guests did need to understand that there was no formal dinner being served. There were appetizers served throughout the whole night. It was just fabulous because there was really no shortage of food. So, you know, there's so there's different styles for everyone and and you can, you can make it your own. Yeah. And that's, um, you know, people ask, well, what happens if we run out of food? Well, very, I have yet to experience that. I mean, um, uh, that's a lie. There was one, there was one wedding, but in the caterer's defense, um, you know, we were calling tables up. It was a buffet and some people in the beginning went up for seconds and thirds before some of the other tables were served. And as much as we, you know, we're like, Hey, you can't do that. We have to make sure that everybody gets served first because caterers do take an account. I think it's uh, when I was talking to one of them, um, you know, it's like 10%. They always have a 10% overage. Um, that way, you know, if there's more people to come, you know, those last minute guests who are like, oh, we weren't going to come, but now we decided to, it's fine. And, you know, I mean, obviously if we can tell them, hey, you know, it's going to be 138 versus 120, you know, if they know that ahead of time, they can prepare. But, um, 
Yeah. No, I mean, it, it has happened as well for me. And, and it's a sad, it is sad because maybe one of their dishes were really, really outstanding yes. and people yeah. just kept going back and back yep. and back until yep. it was gone. Um, you know, and it's really hard to, to, especially when you have 200 people, yeah. you yeah. literally have 200 guests going through. You can't pay attention to how many times they've gone through, you right. know, and you're trying right. to get them through it. And it's, it's, it's a difficult you know, balancing act. You know, you know, there's a there's um, there's a kid that will he does an introduction in the beginning. I mean, he's very proud of his food, and you know, I I always want to say, can you say like, you know, let's wait for everybody to go through the line first before you go up for seconds. You know, and and most people, ninety nine percent of the time, people are very good about that, but. <laughs> There's that 1% that I'm just like, sit jazz back down. No, <laughs> not everybody's eaten yet. So, I know. I know. If I had a whip, I'd probably use it, but you know. <laughs> trying, to, trying to manage the unruly guests. Um, let's see. Leftovers. What about leftovers? You know, how do they handle the leftovers? I mean, I like right. to make, I mean, Sometimes my couples, they don't eat. Right. So I like to make sure that we get something for them for later. And that's, you know, a lot of our caterers up here, what they'll do is they will make a plate for the couple and put it aside so that at least, you know, so when they finally get around to that, um, then they'll have that. But, you know, that's something that are they going to bring to go boxes or, you know, some kind of way that they can if there are leftovers they can take um i've had to yell at catering staff before for <laughs> taking food that was not theirs oh yes oh yeah yeah yes yeah um let's see what's the ratio of servers to guests so again we talked a little bit about you know making sure that everybody is is adequately taken care of um, what are the servers going to be wearing if you require, you know, them to wear, and yes, there are some weddings. Most, most servers wear black, you know, they do the black and white thing, but, uh, I've been to a few where they wanted the servers to wear, you know, the colors of the, the kind of compliment at the wedding. So it's just, you know, yeah. don't wear jeans yeah. unless it's, yeah. you know. I guess I've had those though, you know, like with the barbecues and stuff, it doesn't, you know, it just depends on your, it depends on your way. We're in Hawaiian themed stuff. Okay. Exactly. Um, what's the procedure for doing a tasting? Okay. We talked about the tastings. Um, will the char clients be charged for a tasting? Yeah. You're going to be charged for the tasting. Uh, that's why they want to know, you know, how many people are going to be at the tasting. And some of them do, you know, the first, like the couple is included in the price of the package, but anybody else is like an extra 40 bucks. So yeah, most of them are four. Yeah. Know, up to four. Yeah. So that's, that's just something that depends on the caterer. So make sure that you do ask about that. Um, let's see. Well, uh, da, 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 da. do they cook on site at the event location? depends on mm -hmm. on what you're doing um there's a lot of caterers anymore that they set up their little their little cooking area and they bring yeah, in most their grills like food trucks now you know yeah. they do they do that live meal it's awesome i haven't i haven't had a wedding 
that catering brought in pre-cooked food since Colorado. So that was eight years ago. And I thought that was the weirdest thing. Well, they, they cook everything in the morning and then they put it in the hot boxes and then they bring it and which is fine. And, and there's some things that I think some of the caterers do. I mean, they do have the hot boxes and there's certain, you know, there's certain items that they do that with, but with the meats, I feel like they always cook the chicken and all the proteins on, on site. And most of them put together the appetizers and stuff on site too. So yes, I've seen them pull out barbecues to do that. Um, We had one where we had a late night snack and it was um, chicken tenders and fries. Oh my gosh. Smelling that already. I know. And uh-huh. they had the big, you know, the big deep fryer and everything out there. So it was, um, it was pretty interesting. Uh, do you offer organic selections? So I think that comes along with, you know, the dietary. Some people are very, very particular about, you know, whether they have all organic. Um a lot of the caterers use local and they, they go to the farms directly um, here. So, you know, we don't have, I mean, there's some items, but they try to do all their vegetables, you know, local. Um, but fresh, fresh. Yes. Uh, Organic. Do you provide liquor and bartenders? We talked about that a little bit. Um, It just depends. Um, A lot of them. And some of your caterers get real involved, you know, and they overlap with us. They'll even, you know, set the, what the table. No. Yes. Well, and that's, you know, I, that way I can plan staff because if I know a caterer is one that comes in and they set the tables, then I don't have to hire as much many staff members. Yes. Because yes. they're going to take care of that. So, yep. you know, that's Wait, why. It's I mean, yeah. And yeah. if you have a specific uh, napkin fold, oh, you know, and they know how to do that, that's like fabulous for us. Oh my right. God. Yeah. Cause <sighs> napkin folds. Yes. I love napkin folds. Other topic. <laughs> um, well, you, okay. So here's, do you offer, um, uh, so what's the charge for a bar setup with, you know, like soda, iced tea, beverage, the beverage stations that they have? Um, some right. do that. Some don't. Most of them do. I can't imagine. I don't think I've come across any of them that say that they don't. So, but that is an extra charge. It's, it's a line. Yeah, yeah. It's, a, it's a line. It's a line item. Um, do you offer wedding cake or desserts? You know, there's a caterer in town that that specifically does cakes and weddings. Um, it's cakes and catering. So, but there's others that they're like, yeah, we don't, we don't do desserts. None at all. Uh, do you hire as a pastry chef? Right. Right. Um, do you, do you cut and serve the cake? We talked about that one. Um, Mm -hmm. do you help with setup and cleanup of centerpieces and favors? (laughs) I don't think that's cute. That's a cute question. Um, you know, I have come across, there are some caterers that I've worked with enough for many years that they will help me do stuff if, like, I don't have enough staff because <sighs> staffing should be a whole episode, I feel like. I guess, you know, um, and I, yeah, I agree. Yeah. yeah. 
So, you know, some of them will, some of them, most of the time they won't, you know, they catering, if, unless you're doing a late night snack, catering leaves before the the whole thing is over, you know, Mm -hmm. they don't stay around to the very end. So, you know, they're just, they're not there. So it's not something that they're going to sit around. I mean, if, if you want them to help, it's a waste of money if you ask me, but you know, that's, what do I know? I just, um, uh, do you provide rental items such as tables, chairs, linens, glassware in China? Some do. Mm-hmm. Some have their own rental thing and some just do it through the, the rental companies. If you do not own rentals, do you manage with the rental companies? You know, yes, they can, but... Most of the time, that's kind of what we do. I've been running into a lot more caterers that are um, getting involved in the renting of stuff. But what I'm finding out is um, they're also charging for their time for that. So, yeah, I mean, you know, when you when, when it boils down to it's really per person type of thing. So yeah. can you afford 65, 75, 150 a person? Mm-hmm. And then, you know, you're you can get so much for that price point. Right. But I mean, if you have a planner... You know, I would say, you know, that's what the planner does. So you're already mm-hmm. paying for that. So to rent through them where they're going to charge you for the core. I mean, basically they have a coordination fee. So I guess ask what, you know, what the, when it comes to the fees, ask if they ha- if there is a coordination fee for any of the rentals. And then that way you can decide if you do have, you know, a day of coordinator or a month of, or a planner, talk to them so that they can do that instead of paying. Cause otherwise you're just paying double. Uh, how will the dinner stations buffet be presented and served to our guests? Oh, that comes down to, you know, you, you, you look at the pictures of previous weddings that they've done. You know, um, caterers are very artistic. I mean, yes, they're amazing at what they, you know, they, they cook very well. Um, but they, they have this eye for, you know, presentation. That's part of their training is how to present the food so that it looks the most appetizing and the most, you know, um, I don't know what the word is, but they, you know, they really... They're good at that stuff. They do. I mean, you know, especially if you have a theme and so forth, they'll really go hand in hand with that. Yeah. You know, and, and decor. I mean, it's amazing. Sometimes I'll turn around and go, wow, you just did that. That's just yeah. fabulous. I mean, I've, I've coordinated with, uh, you know, the, the caters before on, you know, here's the theme, here's some of the items that we're going to be using. And I've, you know, I've brought things for them to use, or they've like, Hey, I've gone through their inventory and said, yeah, let's use that. Or, you know, so but yeah, ask them what kind of stuff they have. It's it's kind of they have cool things. Um, and I well, think just in regards to vendors, I, I almost forgot about that. That may be included in your headcount. You know, do you mm-hmm. want to provide um, a meal for them and a table and those kind of things? So those are all things you need to think about. Right. Yes, because vendor meals, although vendor meals are at a discounted price. It's not the full price of what each guest headcount is. 
it's um, it's less, but it's still you're paying for vendor meals. So, you know, you have to keep that in consideration when you're doing headcounts and and they'll ask, you know, what's the guest count and then what's the vendor count? So, um, you know, around here, we're we're kind of some of us are really kind of um, try not to, you know, we're not guests. Vendors are not guests at your wedding. Um, vendors do not need their own special table. They do not need to be treated like a guest. They do not need any of that. Um, you know, like my staff and I, if we do have vendor murals, we'll, we don't sit with the guests. We usually we're hanging out with catering and eating with them. Um, but yeah, I just, I don't I just don't think that that's, I don't think that's cool. I've got, I've got a wedding where, you know, the band wants to be treated like a guest and they want X amount of time in between, you know, they want, they have special meals that they're ordering. That's going to cost the client, you know, money. Um, They, they want their own table. They want time between when they eat and when they start playing, you know, there's like all this stuff and they even have in their contract that they want to be treated like a guest. And I'm like, you're being paid, you know, you, you are, (laughs) I I don't want to be like, you know, but you're the hired help, you know, you, you don't get to do that. Um, So vendors, you don't get to be a guest. So stop. Um, but you know, we have the photographers who usually they want to go first and I get that because they want to eat the same time the wedding party's eating. And I totally get that, but photographers, I love you, but you can't go first. Like you cannot go through the line first. This is not your day. This is, this is the, you know, the couple's day and they need to go through the line first and, and the wedding party needs to go. And then the parents and you know, if you're that concerned, we can have a plate made for you, you know, so that you can get that. But you're not going through the line, you know, and you're not being served separately. So don't don't do that. And people who are getting married know that. Don't let them do that. It's your day, not theirs. Um, <laughs> who else can I yell at today? Um, uh, plate at meals be served, synchronized service. Have you done synchronized service? What is that? Synchronized service. Synchronized service. Oh, when they just, they lift up the, whatever you call them, the covers of the plates and so forth. Yeah, they, um, we've had one where each table came out and there were four servers and each server had two, um, two meals because there are eight people at a, at a table and they all stood at the same time and then placed everything down at the same time. It was the yes. coolest thing. I haven't had that in, I can't even remember how many years. Oh my gosh. So, the last time so. I did that, it was a movable feast at Rugged Horizon. And there was a guest who was in the, in the industry. And she was like, that was the most amazing thing I've seen in a long time. So you know, it's just, it's like little things. If you're, if that's the kind of stuff that you're, you know, really into is, um, you know, the presentation of it all and, and the experience that's, that's really kind of a cool, cool thing. 
Um, will the appetizers be passed? Again, it depends. You know, we usually do, we usually do a combo where we've got a couple that are passed and then a couple stations that are just placed. Um, wine service with dinner. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's all, it's all labor and that's really what you're looking at. Right. Yeah. It just, yeah, it depends. I mean, yes, it's part of the experience, but it's also, you know, that's all you need. Um, okay. I can't say it. The sommelier. 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 I really need to take French. Um, I had a wedding that they, that they hired uh, a couple of sommelier, some some. which you know overall you know the experience and it it really it was very cool but you know do you really need it it just you know it depends on what kind of wedding you want um but you know a lot of people just put you know a bottle of red and white on the table um for their guests so that it's there but you know you can you can you can do a couple different things. Um, can you provide bottled water or drink station for the ceremony? I think that's not like we already do that one. Um, most of them, yes. yes. I, I don't think again. I haven't had anybody. Um, same thing with coffee and tea service. This is the whole beverage station. Um, you yeah. do have to ask for that though. I mean, especially with coffee. Um, you know, weddings happen. In the summertime, mostly, and it's hot. And we actually did um, an iced coffee station once oh, nice. instead of a regular coffee. Um, options to provide. <laughs> options to provide. <laughs> English is my second language. Um, so, what options do you provide for children? You know, again, children, I think it's what, 12, under 12? No? Yeah, it's under 12. And the price, it's usually half price. And, you know, unless your kid is, I'm sorry, but unless your kid's really weird and likes certain foods, I'm going to say my grandson, yes, I've got a grandson. He's going to be two. And mm-hmm. he likes um, feta cheese. Like what? What kid, like what two-year-old likes feta cheese? That's just weird to me, but whatever. But, you know, it's usually the chicken fingers and the macaroni and cheese. And, you know, um, we ordered pizza. You see a theme with me with pizza? It's my favorite food. I love pizza. Pizza, pizza, pizza. And you do catering for the rehearsal dinner or other wedding events. So, you know, and that's a lot of them do. You know, you can hire them for the whole weekend. Um, or hire a couple different, you know, you can get really creative, but you don't want to, you know, obviously you don't want to have the same food and the same feel for a rehearsal dinner as you do for the wedding because, because Mm -hmm. so, all right. Do we have any other thing to talk about, about food other than it's amazing. I think. I think we've covered, you know, really just trying to book your caterer and um, and being very proactive, you know, ask yeah. questions, yeah. definitely go towards the taste and 
you know, past reviews and those kind of things, you know, right. so it's really, right. it's such a personal thing as well. And if, and if, you know, I, I get a lot of, a lot of couples that they're like, oh, well, you know, so-and-so doesn't like this. Well, you know what, so-and-so it's not their wedding and at their, at their wedding, they can, you know, or their party, they can have what they want. Um, and I understand about, you know, picking things that most people like and, and that are popular, but you still have to take into consideration. I mean, this is your day. And if you, if you wanted, you know, I had a couple um, that their, their, um, her father owned a fishery in Alaska. So they had the fish shipped down and um, the caterer took that and cooked that for them. So, you know, yeah, yeah. that's kind of cool. So, you know, it's just um, don't, yeah, just don't be afraid to ask questions. If, if you're at a tasting, my gosh, if you don't like something or it's not exactly the way you want it, it has too much spice, it has too little spice, tell them because that's, it's kind of like, you know, your trial run for your hair or whatever you know, that's when you need to speak up because the last thing you want is to go, oh, yeah, it's fine. No, it's not fine. Absolutely speak up or bring a, or bring a planner with you and they'll speak up for you because. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's really the same as if you were going out to dinner, yeah. you know, and you didn't care for something that was served to you and you're paying a bit of money mm-hmm. and you return it because the, the spices or something, it was just not right. Yeah. So same, same concept. That's their, I mean, their job is to make sure that you love their food, you know? Um, I mean, if, and if it's something where they're known for, you know, Middle Eastern spices and you don't like Middle Eastern spices, don't hire them, you know? It's just, you, you don't need to hire them and taste, you know, do the tasting and then have them change the entire way they cook just because. So, yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, again, if you have any further questions um, in, the, in the future, we're going to have, oh, we're going to have caterers on so that they can, they can educate and tell us, tell us more about all their processes and, and what they do and what they look for and, and how they can help. Um, but again, you know, go to our website at uh, mountainweddingtalk.com. You can leave comments. You can send us emails at hello at mountainweddingtalk.com. And again, we are on Spotify, Apple podcast, yes. and I'm trying to get some other ones in there, but yeah, I've kind of searched them out, too, because I have a, a niece that wants to listen to it and she couldn't because she doesn't have Spotify or Apple. So I'm trying to work on that. Um, if she goes to the RSS. Um, oh, OK. Yeah. So if you can't or, or go to the website, because I post them on the website. Um, OK. So Very good for our listeners. Definitely. Yes. Go to our website. So because you can always do. Um, let's say on computers. If you go to rss.com forward slash podcast forward slash mountain wedding talk, then it doesn't matter what you have. You can listen right there. And you can even have this little thing where it'll tell you when the next episode comes on. It's really cool. 
And anywhere you listen to us, if you like, if you like us, if you like us and yeah. you find what we talk about um, helpful and interesting, you know, give us a thumbs up on some of these sites, uh, download us and, and show us your love. Uh, because the goal here is eventually we're going to get sponsors. So, you know, and then, and then it's, then it's on. So it's going to get crazy, crazy up in here. Crazy. absolutely. But we love that you're here. And we're super excited to have you back on our next show. And um, gosh, what do you think, Erica? What are we, what are we going to talk about next week? I think we need to talk about some of the background stuff that goes on. You know, some of those, some of those stories that where we get candid about things, about how things Oh, go. gosh. Yes. Watch out for that. We might let's have to do, have a sensor thing. <laughs> Let's do let's do candid next time it'll be fun okay. all right uh happy wednesday and um we'll see you it's such a fabulous, fabulous i keep saying see like i see you I but they don't see I us i know but we'll you know tune in and listen to us yes <laughs> on your walk See, this is a good thing. You can listen to us while you're doing your walk. We're trying to time it so that, you know, you get your, you know, you can get your steps in. Isn't it your lunchtime? Your lunchtime. Yes. Yes. I love it. You know, and and you do, you do have the little fast forward thing. So, you know, if you, that's true, you kind of need need to rush through it, but you can, but you can always download us and listen to us another time. But thank you. Thank you. Thank you for being here. And um, this is Patricia saying, see y'all. And Erica saying, see you later. And uh, two crazy planners. Two crazy planners. (laughs) All right. Peace out. Ciao. You've been listening to Mountain Wedding Talk, your weekly go-to for inspiration and education for your beautiful Rocky Mountain wedding with your hosts, Patricia and Erica. If you'd like more information, please visit our website at mountainweddingtalk.com. Thanks for listening.